Hey everybody, do you have a podcast? Maybe you want to start one. Maybe you want to know how to make money from one. Well, today we're talking about podcasting. Welcome to Blair Radio, where every brand can be heard. Now, the voice behind the mic, James Shannon. Hey, everybody. Real quick, if you want to support the show, you can get Blair Radio merchandise at blairradio.com slash shop. Now, I mentioned that because we are talking about podcasting. In fact, we are going to cover podcasting topics for the next few weeks. One topic that always comes up with new podcasters is monetization. And I wanted you to see one way that I monetize a show. That's with the merchandise. See, it's easy to set up your store and direct your listeners right to it. But we aren't only talking about monetization. Along with the pros, we will be talking about some of the cons of podcasting. We talk about how to get some great guests. And today's guest, she hosts her own podcast and she has interviewed Chris Ducker, Amy Porterfield, John Lee Dumas, Seth Golden, just just a few of them. This is episode 20 of the Blair Radio Start Your Business and Be Heard podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode. We have the founder and CEO of Patwood Apparel. She has written five books. She is a speaker. She is the creator of the Caribbean's first virtual conference and expo. I'm happy to welcome the host of the Entrepreneurial You podcast and podcast coach, Henneke Watkins-Porter. Thank you for being a guest today. Oh, my absolute pleasure, James. Thank you so much for having me and to your amazing audience for tuning in. Awesome. The pleasure is mine. I know that you asked your guests on your show about Jamaica. So what can you tell <laughs> us about Jamaica that we may not know? Oh my gosh. Um, I'm going to say or people, but you know what? Most people, when I ask that question, most of my guests, when I ask that question, they already talk about how awesome our people is and, you know, how loving and friendly and caring and concerned that's, you know, that's how we are. And that is just an amazing thing that a lot of people know, but um, based sometimes on what is presented in the international press, sometimes you perhaps would get a different view, you know, because, you know, the negatives sometimes are highlighted. We're an amazing people, an amazing culture. Our food is so good. Oh, my gosh. Let me <laughs> let me stop right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you were a little girl growing up in Jamaica, what did you want to be? Oh, my gosh. So many things. So one of them, I at one point wanted to become an entrepreneur. Like, you know, I remember even as a child selling apples from my gate, like, you know, to, to help my grandparents with uh, lunch money and stuff to send me to school. So I remember that. I remember wanting um, to become an entrepreneur. And I remember that little entrepreneurial stint. I also remember wanting to become a vet. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I wanted to at some point have a full service restaurant, you know, a full service spa and a uh, maybe a Jamaican restaurant. Like, there were so many things that came to my mind. And it wasn't until one day that the whole Patwa Apparel idea, like even perhaps long after I stopped thinking about wanting to get into business, that that idea just popped and I jumped on it. And that was your first business? 
It was my first business. So in 2007, the idea to start a, a Jamaican business, so it was a Jamaican clothing line at the time I had the idea to start. And I just wasn't quite sure what it was going to be called. But I remember at home recuperating from a minor surgical procedure that I had done the day prior at the University Hospital of the West Indies. And immediately I jumped out of my bed because I was watching a TV program and I think somebody was launching some clothing thing. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, yes, that is a great idea. And I'm going to be asked now, starting to ask around to get ideas. What will you call this clothing brand? You know, if you were doing something that's truly Jamaican and all the ideas that I got, nothing really resonated with me until the idea, uh, the name Pato Apparel was born. And Pato is really the Jamaican language. Um, some people call it a dialect, whatever. Um, that is not an official language, but in my opinion, in my in my um, argument, it actually is a language. And so, when you ask me how many languages languages I speak, I say two. I'm fluent in Pato, and I'm also very fluent in English. Oh wow, <laughs> that's very cool. So you went from Pat Willapero, and he, I know you started a, a radio show, which you mm-hmm. turned into a po- uh, to your podcast. So right. what what made you go from the radio show to podcasting? So I wanted to, I ran that radio show. It's called The Entrepreneur but maybe I, I should just back up a bit. So I started business in 2007 and, you know, I was now getting opportunities to speak and doing all kinds of things. Person wanted to know how I'm able to, um, to launch out into business. And I was thinking to myself, you know what? I wanted to reach a broader audience in terms of just being able to reach so many people with my story all at once. And so after I launched my book, my first book in 2014, it was published. I started a radio program called The Entrepreneurial You because I wanted to kind of pay it forward what I was learning in entrepreneurship mm. and wanting to do that. It was just amazing. It lasted three seasons, like from 2014 to 16. So each season was 13 weeks long. And coming on to the end of season three in 2016, I remember having a conversation with someone and the long and short of that story is that I ended up doing a podcast because uh, although I was reaching people in Jamaica and in the Jamaican diaspora in the UK and Canada and the US, I thought again, I wanted a global audience because I really believe that my story is global and that I was really meant to to share and to serve the world. And as a result of that, Pato Apparel, um, sorry, the entrepreneurial you rather, came about in 2017 from a radio show, traditional radio show, to a podcast. Awesome. And now you've aired to date, I think, 158 episodes. You are so current. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, can, yes. Can you, can you tell us some of the uh, the benefits of having a podcast? Oh, oh my gosh, how much time do we have? All right. Um, <laughs> podcasting for me is like it's a lifesaver, and particularly no, um, when we're forced to uh, stay at home. And I was actually saying to you earlier that for me, it's not even a force to stay at home for me because. I have been kind of living this life for about five years now. When I closed my my business, my first business, um, Patu Apparel, closed that business. And then I decided, you know what, I'm going to be working from home. And, and so I started serving the world in, from my, my home. You know, I would, I would hardly leave and, and, and stuff. And I craved the opportunity to stay at home, right? When I had to go on the road for anything else, fine, whatever. But yeah, so I've been doing this and particularly now even... 
as a podcast guest, right? It, it is almost like it's therapy. So that's just one of the ways that you get, no is a time that people especially need to talk, right? So much is happening. You don't need to be bottling things up because you're faced with a lot of emotions. Um, you, you cannot be blinded to what's happening around you globally. And so even the mere fact that I get to jump on, and I've been doing that a lot. Like I used to do a lot of podcasting, but in the past week, two weeks, I've been doing a lot of that. And it's like, it's therapy for me being on the other side of the microphone, you know? Um, just talking to, to guests and so I'm um, talking to hosts and, and, and even when I'm talking to guests, so I get to feel, um, the excitement and the adrenaline from both sides of the microphone, but having a podcast for yourself, is just an amazing platform to connect with the entire world. You know, the world is just so interconnected. We're all interwoven right now and it's, it's no longer, prudent to say, oh, you know, she's in Germany and me, and I'm in Jamaica and, you know, you're too far away. Nobody's far away from each other. You're, you're literally at somebody's, you know, at the fingertip of somebody else. So, and similarly, that person at the fingertip of you or, or whomever you want to connect with, right? So that level of connectivity and um, just getting to know people if you're doing an interview style podcast, just getting to know guests, you know, getting to know what it is that they are doing in their world and how their world affects yours and how change can be brought, you know, brought to bear. And um, in addition to that, you have, James, the marketing potential, the branding potential. I cannot begin to tell you because when my business began to hit a downward spiral in 2000 and um, I think it was about 2015, 2016. And, you know, I'm known in Jamaica for, um, for Pato Apparel. That's how a lot of people know me. And also I began to create a sauce line. I had a sauce line as well. And there was some drama with that um, intellectual property wise and stuff. But people know me for these Jamaican products, you know, and, and stuff. But after a while, when I really, all the things were going downward and I wanted to shift my brand's positioning, um, podcasting did it for me. And even though I had a radio show, I, I guarantee you the impact I'm having now, I could not have done that with radio. The doors that podcasting has opened for me in terms of speaking, in terms of connecting and, and um, forging partnerships, in terms of getting my brand. I, I love to say in a very casual way that a podcast is the phone that I know have in my hand, which you can't see, but um, I'm holding my Samsung S8 in my hand now, which was previously stolen from me. And I joke about it all the time that even a, a podcast can even allow you to get back your phone, right? Um, that's another story. You know, it was tracked because I went somewhere. I tried to get a press pass. Um, well, not tried. I actually get a press pass for an event that was happening and met somebody who was in the cybercrime division and that person was able to trace my phone and because of his position was able to get me back my phone albeit it took almost four months but nonetheless i did you know and it's just amazing yeah it, it is just amazing i agree that is one of my favorite things about having a podcast that i can talk to anybody anywhere and we develop friendships relationships partnerships and it is is one of the best things i've ever done in my life but there are some things that i dislike do you, do you dislike anything about podcasting what i don't like about it <laughs> it's i so so i'm like i do i still do all of these different parts of it myself right mm. and i don't particularly like the 
editing sometimes. Well, not so much the editing, like transcribing um, that part of it. So I like, I definitely love to have the conversations. Like hands down, that is my absolute favorite part. The marketing sometimes, I just wish that, you know, once you do it, you just go on autopilot and you never have to lift another finger. But that's not how it is, right? You have to spread the word about it. You have to share it. Um, it's not like oh, if you build it, they will come kind of a scenario. You need to do put in the work. And that I've been doing. And, you know, it takes a lot of commitment, James. It does take a lot of commitment to have that stick to itiveness that every single week without fail, my episode goes out at 7 p.m. on a Tuesday, uh, 7 p.m. EST, Jamaica time, right? It goes out that time and my audience have come to know that that's going to happen. So it takes that commitment, right? So, but I really do love it overall. And I mean, except sometimes like you wish that, you know, you would have to put in some marketing, all of that marketing effort, but you do have to put it in. But overall, it's fine. I, I absolutely love it. And um you know, the little parts that I don't necessarily like per se, it's, it's not enough to prevent me from having that love or wanting to do it or wanting to wake up doing it each day. I love that answer because I agree 100 percent. This part right here is what I would never change. I love talking to people, but it is the 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 notes, the transcribing, the the marketing, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of people think that we just hop on a mic, we talk and then that's it. We wish yeah. it was that way, but no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. So listening to your podcast, The Entrepreneurial You, what can people learn or what do you want people to know about your podcast? So The Entrepreneurial You came out of my genuine desire to pay it forward. And it came at a time, particularly because it started on radio in 2014, it came at a time when entrepreneurship in Jamaica and by extension, the Caribbean was growing, was, you know, um, a lot of entrepreneurs were bringing up all over the island. And I wanted to use my experience and, and pay that forward to people who, you know, they can look and they can live vicariously through my eyes and say, you know, if she can do it, I can do it too. And so that's how it it started. And so it focused on unleashing the entrepreneurial spirits in persons, in my audience. Now, is everybody meant to be an entrepreneur? Not necessarily, but everybody can be an entrepreneur, which is you have the spirit, you have the, the, the kind of a character and personality, perhaps, that even will help entrepreneurs along the way because everybody cannot be entrepreneurs and we need entrepreneurs need persons who will work with us, right? So, but even if you're not an entrepreneur, the, the skill set that is necessary, the mentality, the mindset that is necessary, that show helps you to understand. I only don't look at what it means to do marketing and sales and, and accounting and all those things that are absolutely key for uh, entrepreneurship. But I also look at the mindset. How are you thinking about your life right now? How are you thinking about the things that you have to do? Are you planning? Are you planning smartly? And I also have the leadership component in it because of the, you know, recently I started doing leader cast events, which no form part of the whole um, structure of even uh, what a podcast can do for me. So that was a door that podcast opened for me as well. You mentioned the leader cast events. What is a leader cast? 
Okay, so LeaderCast is the largest one-day leadership event globally, and it is hosted in Atlanta, Georgia. Every single year, it has been going on for 20 years. Now, since 2018, I have been doing LeaderCast events, live events, that is. So it's streamed from Atlanta, and every time we have, um, we host it at a hotel, so we have the speakers streamed in. And it's not like, you know, it's you're looking at screens and it's boring, and no, it's like so engaging and, and uplifting and enrich, enriching so that persons who are in that hotel room, you know, where I host it, they always feel part of this um, event. And so all these amazing speakers from around the world this year, we're having Magic Johnson, although it's not live this year, of course, uh, it's actually virtual because what's happening as well, we're all affected, but it's a virtual event. And we're having Magic Johnson and that is streamed in. And so persons can now watch from their living room, wherever they are, they can tune in. And it's all about developing leaders that are worth following and growing the leader that is within, because we're all leaders. Um, we just need to recognize it, have um, the, get the skills and resources to unearth. That's what LeaderCast really is. And I started two years ago, do two events per year. Clearly there is this one oh, this year, Maybe we get to do LeaderCast Women Live in October, but for now, LeaderCast Kingston, as it is, is now virtual. And so persons can get their ticket and watch from wherever they are in their space. That's so cool. Where where can we go to, to sign up or is it too late? No, right now. So if you purchase through me or any, you know, you get to, if you go to hennikawatkisporter.com or send me an email because right now our page needs updating. But in the meantime, email me, hennikawatkisporter at gmail.com. Or better yet, if you go to the um, the website, hennikawatkisporter.com, it's just a page for LeaderCast that is not, as we speak, yet updated. But um, just send me a WhatsApp. There is an icon at the bottom of the screen, a WhatsApp icon that comes directly to my phone. Just say you're interested in attending LeaderCast. And there it is. We will allow you to watch it. Awesome. Awesome. Right, so I, I do kind of want to go back to podcasting. I know that you're a podcast coach. Can you explain what a podcast coach is and why somebody might want one? Of course. Absolutely. So a podcast coach is just like you have coach, you know, business coach or, and I'm also, I also do business coaching to a lesser extent and, and mastermind and so on that all form part of, you know, the podcast journey. But um, it, it's just a guide, somebody who's going to guide you, who has been there, done that, who is going to guide you through the process of setting up your podcast. Because whereas it's, it's, it's a fairly simple process, it takes a lot of commitment, mindset shift, and you need somebody to help you fuzz through and wade through the various, the myriad of information that is out there coming at you and you're not quite sure um, where to go, where, you know, how, how to start, where to start or anything like that. So a coach just guides and makes sure, holds you accountable and make sure that, you know, take you from that ideation stage to the stage that you actually launch your show. Do you have any tips for, to help somebody that's, that's getting started? Well, first of all, I want you, I would love to say to anybody who's interested in starting a podcast, at first you need to understand why, because your why is going to be very critical in the moments when you feel like quitting, right? I love to say that pod fade is real. And so in the moments that you feel like quitting, it is 
absolutely critical that you have your why to fall back on. Why is it so important to you? Why? And, and doing the say who I want a podcast, you know, go very deep inside what, what kind of an impact is going to have on the world, on to your listeners, on your audience, right? Understanding why, once you, you've understand why, get a coach to guide you through the process, right? Guide you through um, things like crafting a name. How do you find your niche? How you find guests? What kind of an equipment you need to be using? And all of that. How do you do interviews? right? A lot of people are so afraid of even hearing their own voice and thinking that their voice is not good enough and all of that. We need, you know, you need that accountability partner that will help you to do that. So, um, you know, first of all, understand why you want to start a podcast and find an accountable accountability partner, maybe through the, a coach, or if you decide to do it on your own, understand all the various elements, do your research thoroughly, all the various elements that you want, um, that you that are required rather to start a podcast and take it from there. I, I definitely agree. I, I thought I was ready when I jumped in and I wish I would have did a little more research, but, um, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say you're doing just fine right now. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you. Are you just saying that? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not like, I'm talking with you and you're, you're really so comfortable and, and stuff. So I appreciate that. Now, you've had some great guests on your show, like John Lee Dumas, Chris Duggar, Amy Porterfield, just to name a few. Mm-hmm. How? How did you get these amazing guests on your show? Okay. So sometimes we want to get to a destination, right? Or we want to do something. And what prevents us sometimes is the overarching big picture. It's so frightening, right? And so it's very important that you start with the one and you break it up into into several different aspects as opposed to looking at, oh my gosh, at the end of the day, I want to have all these people. My strategy was it just started from one. I just picked one and it wasn't even knowingly at the fur at you know the, the onset me picking him it just it, it was just a natural um desire to learn and connect because i was introduced by a friend you remember when i told you i was wanted to transition from the radio show to a podcast so mm-hmm. i i spoke with a friend of mine who actually introduced us in terms of a well not introduced us as in the truest sense but shared with me three podcasts that, you know, I should perhaps listen to to get an understanding, you know, and, and what they're doing in the space because that's where I want to go. And so John Lee Dumas, um, Eo Fire was one of them. Andrew Warmer's Mixergy was another, and I cannot for the life of me remember the third. But I remember having listened to all three, the one that really stuck with me was John Lee Dumas's Eo Fire. And ever since that I I was so excited about his content and loved it. And I began to literally just, you know, engage with him in a very genuine way. And through that engagement, it turned out that he was he was the one who did my audio bumper for the show. Um when I when I wanted to to launch, he was my first guest. All of that, you know, and then he even spoke at my virtual summit. So forging that relationship, it was then easy for me now to say, okay, let me use that as leverage. So when, I mean, because he's a creme de la creme in the space, right? When others saw that, it was so easy for for them to come on board because they they know, like, and trust him. And because of that, his reputation helped me to now secure other guests who are, you know, on that level and, and, and doing amazing things as well. So that was a strategy. And just through one, it became 
very easier, some, very much easier for me to be able to access the other persons, the other amazing guests. So build a relationship with that one and that will open the doors to two, Abs- three, four. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I'm sure there are other strategies, but right. the one, there's no way to, you know, if you don't need to reinvent the wheel, if you find something work, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Just, you know, build on it. All right. So one question that I hear a lot is how can somebody monetize their podcast or should we even be podcasting to make money? What are your thoughts? Can I say hell yeah? <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, you absolutely should. I mean, you know, there was this thing long ago and I, I perhaps it's still obtained that creatives feel guilty about profiting from their craft. That's just so wrong. And it's that's a mindset shift that needs to be had. And and I think it's changing now. But you know, people just think that when they do like musicians and stuff, you know, sometimes they feel like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't be charging for this because, you know, it, it I feel guilty because it's what I really love. But yeah, nothing is wrong with charging for what you love. So podcasting, by all means, if you can monetize, if you're do, becoming a hobby is fine. But it can be a business. Look at how much Johnny Dumas and Tim Ferriss and all these guys are earning. And, you know, John and I think Pat Finn used to do it as well and um, put their, their earnings on their website so you can see, right? So it's not a joke thing, right? Possibilities are endless. So monetizing, you can monetize in various ways. One of the ways for me has been through advertising, right? And let me just, before those of you listening and you think, oh my gosh, I need to have all these many downloads or or whatever it is before I can um, monetize. I monetize my podcast from the very get-go. At the onset, I was able to monetize because I'm able to show value. I was able to show value to my sponsor and say, hey, you want to reach entrepreneurs, I'm catering to them. It doesn't mean that it doesn't have to have millions and hundreds of thousands of downloads, but I'm reaching some people who you want to reach. So you come to the right spot. So that is how I have been, you know, I've been monetizing and, 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 you know, in terms of advertising, but they're also indirect method. And I've employed a lot of indirect method, um, which is I do a lot of podcast coaching. I do masterminds, right? I, I write book, I speak, all of that. All of those count as monetization and part of your monetization. Of course, there are apps like um, Glow.fm. So if you think that the show, might the entrepreneurial you, and you want to support the effort, I have a Glow account, Glow.fm slash T-E-Y. And you can go, go and give a donation, a one-time, do, I mean, a monthly donation of $5 per month, right? So there are many ways and there are several other apps like that, you know, platforms like that, that will allow you to monetize as well. So those are just some of the ways that I have been monetizing. And even for um, not necessarily cash, uh, but in terms of experiences I want to have. So for example, I simply go to hotels sometimes. I mean, right now I'm not going to any hotel, but, um, you know, go to hotels and, and, and record my show from their space in return for a weekend for two and all inclusive. That is just so much value right there. Mm-hmm. And you can do that for whatever you want to do. If you want gym passes, if you want whatever you think is valuable to you, you know, it's just a means uh, money just allows you to buy the experiences you want to have. And so if you can get those experiences without the exchange of money, then your podcast can do that as well. The possibilities are absolutely endless. 
Yeah, every time somebody asks me that question, I'm like, um, the list is going to get pretty long. You know, there, <laughs> <laughs> there are ways. Many ways, yeah. One of the ways that you um, mentioned was books. You've written five books, the latest mm-hmm. being Podcast Power, The Quick Start Guide to Launching and Leveling Up Your Brand. Why did you decide to write that book? Well, 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 I knew from I started podcasting, I had to share. I just definitely had to share my experience and, you know, just teach people a lot. Because particularly in Jamaica, when I started, there were about five or so podcasters, if so many. And ever since in 2017, when I launched, I became this evangelist for it. I did a lot of traditional media. I went on TV, on radio, in the print, and I spoke a lot about it. And so a lot of people now are doing podcasting. A lot of come to my workshop. A lot more podcasters are there. And so I just wanted to share the in my experience, um, pay it forward as it were, uh, share put everything in one place and as much as can fit in the book, the size of the book right now. And I shared about, you know, the, the equipment that you want to, that you need to start, why you need to start some stats, put some stats in there, how to do interviews, finding guests, all of those things that you need to get you started. But in addition to that, I've also included the power part of the podcasting and the power for me is just the power of branding. And I talk about ways in which you can use that to augment your brand. You know, you can do events like LeaderCast, as I mentioned, is one of the events that I, that I do. And that partnership was forged by the podcast opening the door for me. The organizers saw what I was doing, who the people that I was interviewing, and and they thought, yes, this would make a great fit, you know, for their brand. And and I was welcomed into their into their space. And then I'm doing speaking engagement. I did a lot of speaking. Well, not a lot. I did three this year in the early part um, in the U.S. And I'm grateful that those were scheduled for Jan- um, two of them were in February and one in March. And after I came back from my last one in March... <laughs> After I came up from the last one in March, my last travel was March 9 when I returned. And that's when things began to spiral out of control. Events began canceling, um, ban on travel and all of that. So it's like, oh my gosh, I just missed it. And I'm really grateful that I had the experience, the opportunity to experience those, um, you know, two of them were podcasting events and one was a technical, um, more technical event where I taught about, I taught person how to start a podcast in a day and all of that. So that was ATD Technology in San Jose. And then I did ever podcast movements evolution in, that was in Los Angeles, right? And right. then PodFest in Orlando. So yeah, those are just a few of the ways that podcast power, you know, you can leverage that power to elevate, to augment, whatever you want to say, your brand. And you also offer courses too, right? Oh, yes. So there's an online course on my site as well. When you go on there, there you get the opportunity to book and then, you know, you, you can go at your own pace. So you see, I'm all, I'm into this podcasting all in, all in. And for companies, what I started doing for companies who want to do private podcasting or, you know, even if they want to make it public in this time when, Information needs to get out, you know, without people coming together necessarily in a physical space. It's something to be considered. So podcasting um, for companies, for you know, um, doing coaching, the masterminds. In fact, I know perhaps by the time, well, I'm not sure this episode will be live by the time uh, this webinar starts on Monday because I'm doing a webinar as well. So I do the webinars, I do the coaching, the workshops, all of that stuff. 
it won't go live until after that but um i'll, yeah. I'll link everything in the show notes so they can find anything in the future uh, mm-hmm. that you offer right right oh one important thing because what we when i realized i had to pivot with leadercast the live event I immediately thought of an online event. And so happening June 25 is PodQuest Virtual Summit, which it's going to, it's a global, PodQuest Global Virtual Summit. So what that is, is a clearly a podcast summit around the globe, um, targeting speakers and attendees from around the globe. But not only is it going to be for podcasters, it's going to be a fulsome 360 degree approach to doing business online. So, you know, um, a lot of speakers, they're not necessarily podcasters too, but they're going to be talking about how do you navigate the online space and um, become better entrepreneurs? You may need to talk about accounting, um, talking about the marketing and all of these other elements. So you become, um, at the end of it, a more rounded individual so that you can level up in your business. Oh, wow. And you said that is June June 25, right? June 25, right. I've actually partnered with um, Harry Duran of Podcast Junkies when, you know, he saw and we, we decided to partner on this event. So it's going to be off the chain. That sounds amazing. I'm definitely going to link that in the show notes and I'm going to take a look at that as well to see if I can... Uh, Yes. Make sure that's, that's yes. on a Thursday. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yes, yeah. Tickets are going to be like $27. So it's just going to be like really, really affordable for persons who will miss the link. It will be $47 after that. But on the day, it's $27. To sign up is not yet live. I think it will go live sometime mid-April. This event is in June. Perfect. Yeah, as soon as it goes live, I want to know because I am buying my ticket immediately. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Something that I like is you say life transformation through inspiration. What do you mean by yeah. that? Well, a lot of people live vicariously through my ass. When they saw my story, you know, heard my story, know that I didn't necessarily have the power of connection, the surname or the, the, the particular part of the neighborhood, you know, that would dictate certain opportunities. But um, I started to recognize and believe in, and believe that there's just so much that I'm capable of and the power within, I began to unearth that. And I realized how much people are inspired by that. And so everything I do is based on my life's purpose and my mission because I reflect, how is it going to, to be read? You know, is somebody going to be inspired by it? And so I know how, you know, what I take on, what projects I take on, what speaking engagement, whatever that, that must be aligned to that whole life transformation through inspiration. I must, at the end of the day, inspire someone to be better. That's what I believe my journey is about. My life is about, it's not necessarily about me. I'm just a mere vessel um, that is here, placed on this earth, not a part of the statistics. Yes, there's over 7 billion people on this earth, but I have my own unique perspective and I'm here to make a difference. Hineku, when I first found out who you were, you inspired me. So you have done that. And I was just blown away by all that you do. Are you still helping the kids at the United Church summer camp? Thank you so much for saying that. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> yes, I am. In <laughs> fact, <laughs> you are so well researched. In fact, I am, well, I do camp counseling for sure. I've been directing my youth camp. I'm part of the United Church in Jamaica and the Cayman Islands. 
And every year, because I've gained so much as a child from the camp system here, you know, and every opportunity I get, as much as busy as my schedule is, I make sure that I find time as much as I can to give that week in the summer to direct the camp or serve in whatever capacity. Now, for this year, we're kind of up in arms as to what will happen. But even as we're going through this time, one of the things I'm actually doing right now is, again, by the time I say this, you know, the event would have gone, but I'm actually preparing a presentation, a webinar, where I'm going to have like over 80 of my church um, community in terms of, and, and as well as the top leadership, everybody from across our church community that will be partaking in this webinar. And I'm teaching them about social media and navigating and leveraging um, this opportunity to spread the gospel and to share what it is that they're about right now. So I love to give, and a lot of the things that I do sometimes, you know, in, in terms of the individual things are not even on, I was just thinking about it the other day, like some of the things that are of most uh, significant impact to me are not mentioned online. It's not thing, they're not things that I talk about online, but I do love to serve and I'm happiest when I'm serving. What do you mean by serving? What I mean by serving is giving of my time in a non-monetary um, way, you know, in, in a way that will help persons to, I mean, yes, what my vocation, you know, doing the podcast training and all of that, those are helping. Yes, I know that. But when I'm giving back and not being compensated monetarily for it to the causes that I really feel uh, strongly about, that's when I'm happiest. I love that. So for example, one of the joys for me is going to an, a golem age or home or a children's home, you know, with disability or whatever, and just serve and just perhaps comb somebody's hair or, you know, bring food for them or something. When I'm doing those things, it gives me even more joy than podcasting. It gives me more joy than the things that I actually get paid for. See, you are amazing. Well, is there anything that I haven't asked you or anything that you want people to know? I want people to know. And I think based on how this discussion has gone or conversation has gone thus far, I'm kind of alluding to it. But one of the things I want people to know about me, which is not something that I necessarily shout from the mountaintop, is that I'm anchored by my faith. And um, it's my faith in Jesus Christ that allows me to stay stable and sane, stable and sane, keeping my sanity, especially in a time like this. Um, it's my faith. But I'm grounded by my core values as well. I'm grounded by the fact that I'm committed, I'm grounded by, you know, if I say I'm going to do something, even when the mood that I've set it in has passed, I honor that. Or if I cannot, if I'm unable to honor it, then I'm going to come to you ahead of time and say, hey, I'm sorry, but it won't work. Um, I'm very punctual. I am on time. I'm a stickler for time. Like I have crazy time management skills. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so um, so like those are my core values. But again, the main thing is that I'm grounded by my faith, my faith in Jesus. Yes, me as well. And speaking of time, I want to be mindful of your time and I don't want to take up too much of your time. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to thank you so very much. Um, where can people find you if they're looking for you online? Sure. So I'm all over social media. And let me before I even go there, let me just say thank you, James, for having this conversation with me. I appreciate you and I appreciate the work that you do. Uh, as a podcast, I know how much work it takes. So thank you. Thanks. So yeah, I'm all over social media, but let me just send you one place. Yeah. 
and uh, instead of going all over wherever you are. So I am at henicawatkisporting.com and I can be reached via that uh, WhatsApp app uh, icon that is right on the homepage on the bottom right. Just send me a message. I want to hear from you. I value feedback. I value hearing, you know, hearing stories, how my conversation with any podcast or just even my own podcast has helped. So that's where I can be reached. And um, yeah, love it. I do want to say real quick. Yes. com. Your website is amazing. It was Thank so you. easy to find you wherever I need to find you. That was like a hub for everything. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> Thank you. It, made, it made it so easy. So thank you for that. Website, <laughs> so. Yeah. And if you want coaching, um, be a part of a mastermind. I do mastermind sessions, you know, coaching. You want to get a copy of the book. Everything is there on the website. So you can access my podcast, The Entrepreneurial You, subscribe, you know, in any one of your favorite apps or uh, listen to the, the podcast, read the books or buy the books, read the blogs, whatever, or just simply reach out to me without no strings attached, you know? All right, Henneke. Well, I want to thank you again so very much. You are one of my favorite people in the podcasting world. And I thank you so much for your time and you have a good day. Thank you, James. I truly, truly appreciate that. Thank you. Wow. Thank you, Henneke. Man, I love her. And I love that she wants to teach people everything that she has learned, which is exactly what I want to do. And man, when she's talking about how doors just open up for you after podcasting, it couldn't be more true. 20 episodes in and still a lot more to learn. We made it to 20, y'all. I'm I'm so happy. This is exciting. Having a podcast, I've met so many amazing people like Hineka. And I've built friendships and business relationships. And I, I just love podcasting so much that I created another one, the the Conversations with James Shannon Success at the Tragedy podcast. So, Hineka, you inspired me to be better. And everyone, please check her out at com. I will leave the resources and links and everything you mentioned in this episode in the show notes at theblairradio.com slash EP. 20. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, or comment. And I love the feedback and I appreciate you. Tune in next week for more conversations about the world of podcasting. Until then, do whatever you can to be heard. When choosing your podcast shows, you have a ton of options. I've dabbled in several of them, and to be honest, Buzzsprout is my favorite. I remember getting stuck when I started out and I sent an email and I got a response within an hour from Priscilla with detailed instructions to help me out with my little issue. I soon found out that everybody at Buzzsprout was just as kind as Priscilla was. Also, all of the members of their Facebook community are super helpful, but there's more. They recently added Magic Mastering to help with the audio levels of your episodes when you upload them. The user interface on Buzzsprout.com is super user friendly and they help you with getting your show in all of the major directories. You can visit BlairRadio.com slash Buzzsprout today to get started for free for 90 days. If you have a weekly show, that'll be like 12 episodes before you have to pay. And one of my favorite things about Buzzsprout is their referral program. When you sign up at BlairRadio.com slash Buzzsprout, you, well, we, you and I, can both get $25 each. So... Let's get paid and let's get heard. Find out what all of the buzz is about at BlairRadio.com slash Buzzsprout.
Blair Radio, where we turn your online whispers into screams. Learn more at theblairgroup.com. Until next time, be heard.